I'm John DiLiberto, and you're hearing the Echoes podcast from PRX. Today I've got something of a new age supergroup with three musicians, all of whom have long, and in the case of one, varied careers. They are electronic artist Brandon Lane, guitarist John Gregorius, and bassist Sean O'Brien Smith. They can claim country, rock, pop, new age, ambient, and space music in their backgrounds, and when they came together, they had no real conception of their sound. Oh, no rules, no rules. I'll send you something you see if it inspires you and you want to add to it. If not, I'll send you something else. Or you send me something and just see what develops. Just a kind of an improv almost, if you will. No rules, but a coherent, pastoral, ambient sound. I've got all three talking about it today in the Echoes podcast. Before we get to that, Echoes is just ending its winter fun drive. If you listen to the show or the podcast, you know we don't have big corporate sponsors. We're not backed by any institution. We're out there on our own with you. Independent and bringing you the great interviews you hear in the podcast and the music you hear on Echoes. But you know the drill. We can't do it without financial support. And right now we need yours so we can continue doing what we do and what you listen to. Go now to echoes.org and become a member of the Echoes team. Give what you can, and if you can give a lot, please do that. Go to echoes.org. That's echoes, E-C-H-O-E-S dot org, O-R-G. And now, the ambient law firm of Lane, Gregorius, and Smith. Music is a fluid thing. Despite the best attempts to keep artists in genre boxes like rock, country, or classical, or stereotype locations like Nashville Country and Detroit R&B, music and musicians won't be defined. That's the case with the trio of Brandon Lane, John Gregorius, and Sean O'Brien Smith. They've convened from different points on the musical compass for the album Emergence. Sean O'Brien Smith has a resume that is yards long, football field yards. He was a session bassist in Nashville for most of his career. Keith Urban, Vince Gill, Lady A, Oak Ridge Boys were his country meat and potatoes. And he also worked with rock artists, including George Clinton. His favorite, though, was The Gambler. You got to know when the whole Uh, probably Kenny Rogers. Matter of fact, I, I keep a picture of him framed in my studio of us from a television show that was celebrating 50 years of Kenny's career. And what was neat is all those people that he did duets with, all of his friends or whatever, showed up, and it ended up being a television special for GAC. But I was lucky enough to be part of the house band for that whole thing. And one of the greatest pleasures I got is Kenny was a bass player first with his band first edition. So I look over at one point and Kenny's just staring at me and pigeon necking. You know, got the groove going on. I'm like, all right, I'm doing my job. I, this is cool. I made Kenny Rogers pigeon neck. I'm a happy man right now. So, Until recently, Sean was also a jazz fusion artist recording several solo albums. 
you'll find little influence of that music on his most recent solo album, Musings of an Occasional Somebody, and his collaboration with Brandon Lane and John Gregorius. No, it's funny. Uh, Nashville, I was very lucky to have an extremely blessed career, but a lot of the players that were there, we dig country because, of course, that's what paid most of the bills. Especially now when some of the folks in this genre realize some of the names I played with in country. It's hysterical because it was a who's who, and I was very, very fortunate. But I'm definitely glad to be at another era that's a lot more creative. Even though I will say this, nothing taught me to play for the song better and learn the artist's simplicity better than playing country. Sean's music is based in country pop and jazz. Brandon Lane has been living in ambient spaces for most of his career, and his sound is not like Sean's. Complete opposite of the scale. Beatless, floating, ambient soundscapes. For all that, Brandon Lane's day job was a drummer sideman. He started in Nashville, moved to Austin, and now is semi-retired in Pensacola, where he still plays drums. Since I moved to Pensacola, I've been playing a lot of music here that's popular along I-10 here, and a lot of New Orleans music, and a lot of blues, and a little bit of rock, stuff like that. This whole alter ego that the rest of the world knows him as, I had no idea, and he kept it very tight-lipped. It was hysterical. It genuinely wasn't until he was leaving town. This is when he was moving to Austin. And I found out that he did this stuff. Guitarist John Gregorius came from a rock background as well, but he picked up an acoustic guitar and has been in the New Age world for a couple of decades. He creates a lush, ambient-laced pastoral sound heard on albums like Heaven and Earth and his latest, In Awe. It was that one which brought Sean O'Brien Smith into his life. I was driving up and down the coast and got listening to the radio and kind of digging more into you know, whether I wanted to kind of resurface in this genre or something, and I stumbled across John's music, and he, he just blew me away. So I ended up just taking a chance and seeing if he'd answer on his email, and he did. Sean contacted me, and it was for, um, I was thinking it was full of life, but actually, no, it was in awe. It was the recent record. So he offered to play bass on that and just brilliantly sent me tracks. I ended up doing all the bass work on that album, on all the songs. Brian and Lane had known Smith for a long time when they were both in Nashville, but he knew him as a jazz and country bassist. When I moved here about a year ago, here in Pensacola, Sean contacted me and asked me if I wanted to collaborate on some music. He said that he'd started recording some new agey type kind of music 
and wouldn't know if I was interested. And I said, yeah. So we messed around with some tracks. And then a few months later, he said, hey, I found this guitar player. I heard him XM radio and I contacted him and he's fantastic. And I'm gonna bring him in to collaboration. Working remotely from their homes in Boca Raton, Pensacola, and Rancho Santa Margarita in California, they came together for their album, Emergence. They all claimed there wasn't an initial direction. You know, there wasn't really an initial concept. It just, we all had similar musical worlds. Oh, no rules. No rules. I'll send you something you see if it inspires you and you want to add to it. If not, I'll send you something else. Or you send me something and just see what develops, just a kind of an improv almost, if you will. It started with one piece. Brandon would send a piece and then I would kind of take off with it, then Sean would take off with it. And we just, after that first piece, I'm like, we need to do, you know, a record. That first piece was The Rising. Well, so initially that was our first piece. And Sean had a lot to do with that, the big sound on that one. On that one, a lot of the drum loops and everything are mine with some supplement from John. And of course, the bass riff got to be part of the driving with that one. The doo-doo, boom, the doo-doo, boom. That's very funky, kind of yeah, almost samba-like. But you didn't go in that direction. No, no. We kept it full back, mellow. Rising is atypical of the album where most of the tracks began in the ambiences and sequences of Brandon Lane's synthesizers. A lot of it would stem off of Brandon's ideas. For the most part, Brandon's as prolific as everybody. He was sitting there laying down either different loops or moods or stuff like that. And then John and I just started adding our flavor to it. Most often it seemed like things came together quickly and we were more satisfied with the end result if I started it off. And then usually it's passed to John and then Sean on the end, but not always. But that has kind of seemed to be working for us.
Some of the tracks clearly come from Brandon Lane's deep, ambient aesthetic, Sean O'Brien Smith. Poetry, I think, was just called Eno, because we were purposely going for this kind of Brian effect on that one. It's not exactly a track for a bass player. For a bass player, it was not fun to do. <laughs> you know, it's funny, I'm so inherent to feeling time that it was like, okay, where I'm at, at and luckily I had to just kind of zero in on some early mixes to kind of, I played off of John, probably Morinosa, because I could hear a little phrasing or something in him and then I'd slowly react and do things like that. You can hear the stamps of each musician on different tracks. Sean clearly drove the rising while the gate has elements of John Gregorius's shoegaze influences. Man, you have an ear. I forget when I heard the first Cocteau Twins song come on the record, but from then on I was, yeah, Cocteau Twins, I loved that sound. So definitely that has that influence. Um, I had a more drone type piece to work with, but I rewrote that whole center section into more of that major seven big jangly guitar. Despite their remote recording process, Emergence actually sounds like a band album. It's funny, John and I actually were talking about this the other day of somehow we created that band vibe. It really does sound and feel like we all track this together. I think that's the good part of it because uh, this is one of the main projects I could picture us out playing someplace because it does feel like that. sound like a band, albeit a band from Alpha Centauri, but they're right here on Earth. The new album from Brandon Lane, John Gregorius, and Sean O'Brien Smith is Emergence, out on Wayfarer Records. I will have a link to Emergence in the posting for this podcast at echoes.org. I'll also have a playlist of all the music you just heard in the feature. That's at echoes.org. If you want to ensure interviews like this in the Echoes podcast and the Echoes radio show, make a donation to Echoes on our website, echoes.org. Just hit the support tab. Once again, that's echoes, E-C-H-O-E-S, 
www.thepeacekeepersfoundation.org. Next week, our last new podcast of 2023, we'll hear from David Arkenstone talking about his Echoes CD of the Month, Winterlude. You can also hear David Arkenstone in an exclusive live Echoes performance on the December 18th broadcast of Echoes. I'm John DiLiberto. This has been the Echoes Podcast from PRX. See you next week, tonight on the radio, somewhere in the country, or at Echoes Online, right now, or whenever you want.